have Callan turned up, please? And maybe myself. I can't hear anything, really. I'm using it right now. no shadow that has ever overcome your light. There is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won, you've already won. Yes, we
Yeah. 
morning and welcome to United Pentecostal Church of Paris this Sunday morning and this Memorial Day weekend. You could stand up. We are honored to be able to honor uh, veterans today on this uh, Memorial Day weekend that we know um, that you can't ignore. And I talked about this last week or last year, I guess, and when Memorial Day came around, that you can't ignore the parallel of somebody who loves something so much that they gave everything and they gave their life for freedom. And so as we honor the veterans today, as we have those people on our mind, we also want to honor and glorify the one who died for our sins and for our freedom and for our spiritual freedom today. And so as we move forward today, we can think of where we could be. We can think of where we should have been, but somebody loved us so much that they died for our freedom. In Jesus' name, I pray that we move forward in worship today, that we glorify his name in a name that anything is possible when we call on his name. Thank you. There is no that has ever overcome your light. There is no
be seated. Make some announcements. We have our mission pledge is going to be due today, so make sure you get that in. We also have starting next Sunday, we'll be having a bassinet up in the foyer for Katie Poole's baby uh, for you to put your gift in. Yes, we're excited about that. And she is registered on Amazon, so make sure, uh, I'm sorry, I'm out of breath here. Make sure that you get that she is registered on Amazon, so you make sure you want to go through there for her registry to see what she is wanting. Uh, also, have Vacation Bible School is going to be June 6th through the 10th. Yes, we are excited about that. We are looking forward for that. And we also have Youth Sunday is coming up. It's going to be the 12th of this month, so we are very excited. We always look forward to Youth Sundays. Yes. We encourage, it's not just for youth, it is for anybody and everybody, and we are excited to see you, for you to join us for Youth Sunday, to see our youth uh, praise and to sing and to lead worship. It is always a great time. And we also have North Texas Youth Camp is coming up. We have a big group going. We have a lot of people going. And so if you have not registered, registration is sold out. And so uh, there is a waiting list that you can get on, but we have already got a large group going and so if you haven't registered yet let us know and we can try to see if we can get you on the waiting list and maybe get you there but we are very very excited for north texas camp we also have oasis going to be on the 18th we have father's day coming up on the 19th and we're excited about that we also have our ladies united fellowship is going to be on the 20th who enjoyed this past month with the, the painting party who enjoyed i'm raising my hand i wasn't there uh, sorry. It was encouragement for you to raise your hand. Um, that I heard was an absolute blast. I was the guinea pig, if y'all didn't know. I did it first. She was teaching me. My wife was teaching me how to paint over there before y'all got there. And I did pretty good. So, yeah. Hadn't hung up in the house yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> and we also have our mission pledge is going to be uh, for the next month will be due on the 26th. And then uh, kids camp is going to be the 27th through July the 1st. So if you have any young ones, uh, that would be a great time for them to get to go to that. And we also, if we could have an usher hit the lights, we're going to have a quick video for Vacation Bible School. Bible school are available for only ten dollars. Wow, ten. 
a king's discount, I must say. Each night you attend, your name will be added to the drawing. But also, follow our Facebook event page and updates, and reminders will be on there. That is all for now, my loyal subjects. The castle is open, and welcome to King's Night's Vacation Bible School. Ta-ta. And Sister Victoria wanted for me to let you know that those shirts, if you want the, the $10 shirts that were shown on King Sterling, I mean, a uh, king that looked like Sterling, uh, <laughs> and they are due today. The money will be due today. So make sure you get that turned in if you want to get one of those shirts. But so if you could stand back up, we're going to move back into a time of worship. We are, it's such a blessing to have a church that feels like family, a church family that feels that you can have fun, you can enjoy being around each other, but at the end you can glorify God together and know that when you praise, you know you have somebody there praising alongside you that loves you and that loves the Lord with you. And so we're going to move into worship together. Amen.
take a moment just to reflect on the goodness of God. God, I don't deserve to be standing here. just lift our hands let's give praise and honor to the king of kings the one that made all of this possible this morning do you love him today let's pour our heart out in worship we don't have to be in a hurry this morning God's eternal he's going to be here as long as we're here so let's touch the hem of his garment hallelujah sweet presence of the Lord. Praise God. This morning we want to go to the Lord praying for Laura Jordan, Garrett Lander, Sherry Tate, Whitworth family, Michelle and Tracy Scott, Joe and Mary Malden, Jeremy Tornada, Jeremy needs healing, needs a touch from God this morning. Jeff Fryer, Tom Harris, Dawson, Huey, Curtis Morris, Linda Adams, Carol Bush, Sister Lois Weems, Sister Billy Bolton, Gabby Shoemake, Brother and Sister Dickey, Brother and Sister John Proctor, Brother and Sister Arlton Bristow, Brother Bob Bolton, Brother Bob Bolton needs a touch this morning. Billy Trinata, all of our hope this morning 
prayer service. It's not just hope, but it's faith. Because we know that where the Lord is, that there is healing. In the 18th chapter of Matthew, verses 19 and 20, Jesus himself speaking said, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as teaching anything, touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. As you stand this morning, if you have a need in your body, let me explain something to you that you may already know this. If not, it will be good to touch on it again. God heals two different ways. There is an instant healing instantly when you're prayed for God heals you there's a progressive healing that if you have a problem this morning and God touches you as that sickness has progressed if he touches you and I believe he will I know he will I've seen it happen too many times he will touch you then and at that point your decline will stop and your ascent to healing start. So this morning, whatever your need is, it doesn't matter. God can do anything if we only believe. So if you will come forward right now as we go to the Lord in prayer for all of these other needs, in Jesus' name, come forward and be prayed for. Hallelujah. Jesus, God, you're worthy. God, you've heard every need, and you know those unspoken. I serve a God who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. God, we felt you so strongly this morning. I pray that you would continue to move and have your way, God. In you, we have freedom. In you, we have newness of life. You're the healer. You're the mender. You're the deliverer.
this time we'll have the ushers come to take our tithing offering. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place and it is very evident this morning. And if you come with a need, I genuinely feel that that need will be met. And if it's not, we still sing goodness of God. We still sing, God, even on the darkest of nights, I know you're with me. Daniel, it's not easy, it's easy for us to fantasize the story of Daniel in the lion's den and to be like, oh, that was such an awesome tale. But how do you feel when you're in the darkest of nights and you're in a den full of lions? It's not always easy to say, God, I know you're with me. I see the goodness of you, God, and I'm going to give you my praise because sometimes you are in the lion's den. But just in that same story, what God did for Daniel, he does for us. He pulls us and he says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning, church. You may be in the lion's den. But God, you are good to me. You've seen me through for this many years. You're going to see me through one more time. Jesus, you are so great and greatly to be praised. At this time, the ushers may come. Jesus, there's a few needs in this place today, God. I pray that, Lord, maybe through giving sacrificially, maybe that's what needs to be activated for you to maybe move in a situation. Maybe some people need to step out in faith and get a little uncomfortable with you, Jesus, for them to see a mountain be moved in their life. But, Jesus, no matter what, God, you're going to get my praise. Lord, I pray that you would bless this offering. You would bless this people financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus, and I claim victory over every single battle and over every single demon here in this place today. Mountains will be moved, and chains will be broken, and strongholds will fall at the mention of your name.
breakthrough with this song my dad it was the sweetest moment to see my dad right here when we were singing about there's an army rising up and I don't know why I feel to share that but we're going to sing this just for a little bit longer and if there's anything even if you need a breakthrough for someone else I am telling you the Lord is reaching for someone and you better yield to him I am not kidding I have felt it this whole you feel so uncomfortable, but you do it. You better do it in Jesus' name right now. Oh, oh it's an army rising up. If the church doesn't rise, then who will? There's an army rising. Brother Philip Taylor's the one who brought this song here. There's an
too far gone. There is power in the name. He's reaching to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There is power given Jesus. seated. I do think we ought to give another hand clap of thanks to the worship team today. They come early. They pour themselves out and uh, it helps us to have a more easy path to do similar things when they stand up here in front of everybody and they face the same thing you and I face. And that is that we don't want people to think we're doing this to be a show-off. They, they face all those same fears. And so it's, it's a little tougher when you're standing out there and people are looking at you. You get some weird feelings on your face. But it's great to be here, and what a thrill it is to know that God hasn't moved out of America yet. He still bases where people praise him. The Bible said he inhabits the praise of his people. If, he feels, if you feel like he's distant, just start praising him, and you'll sense his proximity sort of closing in. Don't build barriers of doubt and fear. Oh, God can't love me and all that junk that the devil tries to build barriers between us. All you got to do is remember he didn't have to come from heaven. He didn't have to come through a womb of a lady. He didn't have to go through the darkness of a grave. He wants to be with you. He moved through every one of those steps so he could be a spirit that's as close as you are breathing. So it's a thrill today to share life and share moments like this. And I am really appreciative of you who are helping to become a bright light in a darker world. It's not completely dark yet, but there's a lot of darkness out there. 
where there's not darkness, there are shadows that are coming alive. And they are coming through various vehicles that the enemy has determined to use to dissuade humans from the objective for which they were born. So today it's a thrill to share life with you and hopefully say some things that will really motivate and empower. Word of the Lord is, the Bible said, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And then, of course, what, what you understand is easy if you'll just look at your car. If you'll think of your car when you think of the comp composition of God's ability, ability to move you, you think of it as a nice car. And just the most beautiful car with the greatest name on it that don't run is worthless. Everybody driving by may say, well, that guy must be going somewhere. And he must be going in style. But after you see dust collected on it, and you see that the car hadn't been moved, you wonder if it's got an engine in it. It just looks good. And if it don't have fuel, the engine means nothing. But even with that, if you don't have a transmission, you're not really going anywhere. You can rack your pipes. You can race the engine up to 1,500, 2,500 RPMs and enjoy the realization this thing really will run. I'm a local church member. I sit in the same bench every week. I do the same thing every week. I don't really am. I'm not really on my way anywhere. I just, I'm a good church member. Some of those looks are really getting to me. A good, nice look. Oh, hallelujah. Don't mean anything if he's not your motivation and your direction every day you live. I don't want to be sitting in the driveway with dirt, dust, when I'm not sure how many times he's going to blow that trumpet, but if I was you, I'd stay tuned in. The trumpet is nothing but the voice of the Spirit. Don't get goofed up. It's not going to be like Pastor Meyer's trumpet. Sort of a pitiful one, I understand. Those facial features told me a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, it is amazing how many people never change positions. They got their certain seat in the church house and don't think I'm reprimanding you over that. That's it. That's fine. Put your blanket there. Put your uh, toys there. It's all right. <laughs> but don't get out of snuff if somebody puts another blanket there. <laughs> Glory. 
it's not a day for not being real. It, this is a day for truly being real. Because here's the, here's the whole culmination of this whole show. Let's move it all the way to the edge of the runway. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the trump of God shall sound. The dead will rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Now, I don't think there's going to be a significant amount of time for you to watch all the dead rise and you decide, you know what? I'm going to run up the graveyard and see if I can launch. I wouldn't take any chances on that time frame between the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain. I think it's going to be as simultaneous, but the dead in Christ shall rise first, meaning that you have hope if your loved one died in the faith, you've got a wonderful hope of reuniting with them in the clouds, meeting the Lord in the air. Now, uh, have we got that? It didn't come through? Uh, let me get it because I, I want us to share uh, the uh, some of this because I want part of this Memorial Day to stand out to us. Brother Stephen, if you would come here and finish this for me. upcmedia.paris at gmail.com. Is that it? upc.paris at gmail.com. Okay. It's going to be worth it. Do what? I think that I failed to turn my computer on over to the email side. I know I sent it, but is that going? Throw them the phone if you have to. We have such a media group that is so phenomenal. And uh, brother, brother Pentecost, while they're doing that, I, I I just realized that I hadn't said anything about you. Would you stand up and just leave a word of testimony? This is true Pentecost right here. That's his name. And I thank you for praying for him and his wife and she is just wonderful to see you here sister pentecost and uh, we're, we're thrilled with this couple uh, they've been a part of my life uh, for so many years and he has joined in with so many of you in working and making everything happen i would like to mention this is <clears throat> never is the magnanimity of god's glory just in a worship service. The magnanimity of his glory actually shows up in his drafting thoughts, scripture, spiritual meaning. We glean a lot from memories. I mean, there there's some people, if you see them, 
you'll actually turn your steering wheel because there's a memory that gets in your way. Do I need to say that again? Some of you look like you dismissed it. You can be walking down an aisle in a grocery store and see somebody and all of a sudden, that's what I'm talking about. A memory can get in your way. Flip side of that is you can see somebody clear across the grocery store. Hold on a minute. I got to go catch them. Memories are phenomenal. And you'll be filled with them in eternity. And, and the bad memories are going to disappear for those guys that go up. And the good memories are going to disappear for those guys that go down. Just want to hang on to the memories that count. Prayer meetings create memories. You get healed a lot of times mentally, spiritually, etc. When you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Because when the Bible says you pray in the Spirit. The, the spirit takes over the situation. And the Bible uses this term. And the spirit of prayer or the prayer as you begin to speak in a heavenly language intercedes with the heavenly forces, angels, powers, truths, and glories. Huge stuff. And so in that process, we begin to realize the invisible world really is larger than the visible. Have you ever had anybody look at you and go, well, they saw it on your face. Oh, did you just get something good? They saw it on your face. Your countenance is huge. That's why when you tell it, It don't too many of them follow you to the church house at that point. But man, I'm going to tell you something. I went to the house of God the other day, and I'm telling you the truth. I got pumped for a month. And so I decided to go back because, man, it is truly joy unspeakable and full of glory. It amplifies my vision. It amplifies my strength. It amplifies my, uh, my uh, life in every way, joy, righteousness, and peace. They begin to come up with all kind of fruitfulness. Praise God. All right, did we get that? It's, it, it's okay. We don't have to have it. Uh, I've got it on paper, and that's all y'all need to know. Actually, it's in my mind. Uh, on this Memorial Day, we observe Christ's birth, death, burial, and resurrection. But we will not forget the many people who gave their lives for America and the freedom we have enjoyed. So I want us to stand and pray for families today that are in the military, their families have been in the military, or you have had family members, and I want you to let's thank God. Not, And when I say pray, I want us to praise God, really, for everything that has contributed to the wealth of us being able to assemble in places like this. Father, we thank you for the families. We give tribute 
to all of those people who have suffered privations, disciplines, and encountered hardships because of being wounded in war. I thank you today for the American freedom, but more than that, I thank you for the spiritual freedom that whosoever will can come and enjoy the glory of the Lord. I praise your name today, and I pray that you heal our minds and hearts so we can strengthen this American life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you so much for that, and I am believing God to do a astronomical work as we relive the moment today. We observe a lot of things, but we will not forget the preachers that have ministered in this city across this particular city. Uh, I'd like to remind us every good and perfect gift cometh from above. Any of the bread of life. I, I don't know about you, but, but uh, when I was in the military, they took us on what they call escape and evasion. And, uh, and, and in that process, they, uh, they had a jet fly over. We all jumped out because the jet represented the enemy. And, and we all jumped out in the late evening time. And <clears throat> we all had to go it alone, a 32-hour deal. And, and we had to find a chicken and, or something of that nature and kill it and cook it and eat it. That wasn't a real deal for me. But I found a chicken, and I killed that chicken. And I roasted it to the best I could, and, and man, it stunk. I must not have got all the feathers off or something because it did not taste good. But I had to go back and eat it. And then you had to hide from the enemy. They set guys out there. They knew where we basically were. You had to hide from the enemy. And you had to keep from getting uh, taken in. And some of my friends got took in. They got hung up by their heels and, and their head two inches from the ground and guys kicking dust. And, you, you know, they just made it hell. But that was a place you're going to get out of. You didn't want to get caught. You want to be hid with Christ in God during this generation. That's the scripture for that. You, 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 you can't hide from the devil if you got a light for the devil's life. I'm telling you that your sins will find you out. That book don't lie. And, I, and I'll never forget all of that business and how that we had to face off with all that stuff. And when the... Uh, even a lieutenant with two bars coming through the uh, barracks. Because uh, authority meant tons. Spiritual authority is something the devil recognizes. He understands when you know the captain of your salvation. He understands when you know how to use your weapons of praise of activating truth. Uh, 
because the light blinds the darkness. Darkness can't work in light. It just never will work in light. I'm here to tell you that's why you want to hide thy word, O Lord, in my heart that I may never sin against you. It's not that you want to sin. It's a matter that darkness is uh, pitiful and, and it allows you to do things to your mate, to your family, to your people on the job, to the people uh, uh, working around in the social system. That's why he said, come out, be ye separate. And the disciplines are important. Man, I'll never forget when we were in the military and all that stuff. And, and I'm sorry I didn't uh, do, a, do a good job getting it up to you today. But I want us to be thankful for the military and us to be thankful for the people that have given their lives and helped us to have the ability that we still have in America. It is waning, but it's not gone. And we're going to be a people that care about all that stuff. And we're going to respect it to the best of our ability. It's not a matter of us not liking everybody in the military. It's a matter of us preserving a country where we can still have services just like this. My dad was over 57 countries in Europe and the Mideast and, and, and our areas uh, of work and, uh, and, and in all of that stuff that he had to do and be with. There were times that they had to be uh, closed off and hidden in places. Uh, thank God we can still drive right down the loop, come right in here, and everybody knows what we're going to do. We're going to lift our hands. We're going to praise the name of the Lord. We're going to shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. We're not giving up. We're not giving in. We are just going up. We're going up. We're going up. I said we're going up, and we're going to grow up to go up. So in, in, in the process of all of this, we want to understand that, uh, uh, you, you know, I, I've just got to say this. I was so saddened when I heard that several policemen stood an hour. I read it in the news stood an hour outside while the kids were screaming for help in that school where that shooting was. And I thought, man, they had the uniform, they had the guns, they had the weaponry, and they're standing out there listening to kids. Now, unfortunately, we have, we have uh, penalized some people that tried to do what those guys wanted probably to do. And that is we have penalized people who did go in and maybe killed somebody, and then they went to jail for them. That has happened. So I do understand part of that. But I am here to tell you that Jesus Christ, he didn't mind. He did stand in for us, and he did pay the price, and they did put him in a grave, and they did try to hurt him and destroy him. But he said it'll be worth it. My kids are worth it. My church is worth it. Our city is worth it. Our nation is worth it. It's time for us to rise and shine and say, if I have to take a blow, I'm going against the enemy. If I have to take a death blow, I'm going to rise up against the enemy. We're not letting our kids go to hell without a fight. We're going to fight, 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 fight with the faith, fight with the word, fight with the sword, fight with the spirit. We're going to rise up in this day. 
not laying down because it's uh, not always easy to preach some of this stuff. I have feelings. Any preacher does. But I've seen too many preachers quit preaching everything because they got ta attacked on a few things. It's no time for the pulpit to die. It is a time for the pulpit to rise with fire, with weapons, with glories, with truths, with abilities, and help people exercise themselves unto godliness. You need to be able to kick a demon, th demon spirit out of your brain. You need to be able to kick a demon spirit out of your house. You need to be able to chase uh, spirits that are not God, not love, not right, not holy, ungodly. It's time to chase them out and give your kids a new breath. See, I told you I didn't have to have this stuff up here. It's all down in here. All that stuff that I come with you to you with, I write it out. It's not like somebody sent it to me uh, out of a catalog. There is a catalog right here that I do use. I want you to understand, you are a real M important person but more than you are important you are valuable you are so valuable that the enemy would do anything he can to get you on his team but you're so valuable that God would die for you the enemy will lie to you but he never found a cross. He's never been exhibited as something that gave his life to you to have freedom or a door out of your dilemma. Those are huge things. Aren't you thankful for all the men that have given our li their lives for us to have an American place to have life and to share the joys, picnics, without always feeling that we're liable to be attacked every moment? We have some wonderful policemen, and we're very grateful. But the next step the premier step. You got to understand what the Bible says. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, there's not one of us that had to learn to lie, cheat, and steal. So you don't have to go real deep in encyclopedias to understand what I'm talking about. You never had to take a good class on how to hate somebody. It is a native thing with the human family. It is necessary to study the Word of God so that you can love your grandson-in-law. 
Hertek go. See, Jesus writes that. I write unto you that you sin not. But if you do, I'm still going to love you. When I see her crying, and I think it might have been you, I'm still going to love you. You're an important part of my life. And you may not always do it right, but I'm still going to love you. That smile means a whole lot to me. That little pain in your head means a whole lot to me. And there's a glory cloud over this place right now. I want you to take a minute and just praise him. If you're feeling his spirit at all, there ought to be a praise right now. You don't have to run the aisle, just on simple praise. There is something in this house today that is going to spread out over this city. Father, what love have you bestowed upon us that we could become the heirs of God? Join heirs with Jesus Christ. What a genuine joy today to let brotherly love continue. There's such an oasis in this house. Great love. Why don't we just raise our voice just for about 30 seconds. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the house of God. Thank you for the people of God. Thank you for the glory of God. Thank you for the weapons of our warfare. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Why don't you just go ahead and clap your hands. Let's just have a great ball here today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth, and in the beginning, God had a plan. The reason you know that is because God's only two kids, Adam and Eve, fouled out up early. But he later says, before Abraham was, I am. And I've tried to get it over to you, and some of you have never heard it, and some of you need to hear it again, but let me tell you. You never need to feel bad about parenting people that don't necessarily do right. And you never have to feel bad unless you don't have a plan to pray them back in. God always had a plan. He knew when the tempter was loosed in the garden that there was a chance that Eve would backslide or be deceived or leave. And she did. But he had a plan. And Jesus Christ was before the foundation of the earth or the world. God's plan was, if I can't help them be ruled by the invisible powers, I will come and flesh myself. And that he did. And you can prove that backward and forward, just like you do in your math and your work and everything else. You can prove it backward and forward. And so what we see here on this Memorial Day when we're 
thinking about all the people that gave their lives so we can have church services like this and so we can have great opportunity for civic activities and etc. We ought to be thankful every day. And we ought to be thankful for anybody that provides one truth because God is truth. And I don't care if a vagrant hands you a, a scripture that's true and, and you haven't yet taken advantage of it, do it. Now, it's a whole lot easier to eat from a clean table. You know, if your hands are stuck in syrup over here, it's just hard to reach over here and try to get salad. So it is easier to have a clean table to work off of. But the truth is truth no matter where you find it. And no matter how deep in the woods you are, if you find water that will satisfy and satiate your dried out mouth, it's still real. Now you may get a few little germs in it, wiggle tails or something like that, you know. See, I remember doing that when I was a boy and I uh, had to push back all the junk and the crud and, and, and little wiggle tails were there, but my thirst was greater than the worry. <coughs> I tried to bleed as many of them out as I could because mom had always told me. But I was thirsty. Now, when you're thirsty, you'll drink from any well. But you don't want to satisfy yourself with dirty water. Because eventually it will have an effect. So when he says, cleanse yourself from all filthiness of the flesh and the lust of the spirit and the pride of life. He's telling you you're not necessarily totally bad because you got some of it in there. But if you'll keep listening to your preacher, the washing of the water by the word will eventually wash you out. All the temptations and all the inadequacies. That's why Jesus Christ died for us. And that's why we have this opportunity to see when he was born and see his teachings and then see his death. And, and we get the privilege of having a trail that is a proven and tried opportunity. And then we see a door out. But that's not the end. That door out of the grave is only one part of it. You sing it right when you sing that song. I'll fly away, oh glory. Is that the way it sounds? Y'all looking like the ears wish they were stopped up right now. We used to sing an old song all the time, I'll fly away. Well, what we really mean is this. One moment in the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to lose this old body of sin. And I am going to be free. And my spiritual person, which Jesus is pictured from the people of the world, they're the ones that, I didn't, I didn't draw that picture. I just want you to know that. It would have took way too long for me to draw that picture. I borrowed that from the world out yonder. They know more than some people that Jesus really did resurrect and he really did fly away and the really the people saw him in Luke 24. You can go read about it. It is phenomenal. So our focus, victory. 
so then fight the good fight of faith. How many of you ever had to fight a spirit of lying when your wife asked you, did you eat that? Should I or should I not? Well, God's got angels, about 20,000 recording your life. He knows every time he's reached for you. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, burdened down with care. Come to my altar and take all those heavy loads out of your heart out of your mind, put them on my altar. And when you get up, I will cleanse the area where you were. And I will put fresh bread in your mind, in your heart. And you'll be able to walk like pastor. <laughs> He's a quick learner, isn't he? Believe it or not, we didn't practice that last week. I don't like unreal church. I like real services. I like coming to a place where we're going to get some things that's going to put the glory all the way down in our toes. We're going to put hands up, hearts looking up. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the Messiah is not dead. He's alive in the house. He's alive on your street. He's alive in your car. He is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Now, the sad part of the story is that that scripture that says fight the good fight of faith. Have you ever been out in the backyard when there was a nest of gnats? preaching to live people. I mean, even if they gnats, they're not big. They can sure mess up your food. Man, you could swallow him in a minute. You ain't meant to chew him. And we let people put all that junk in our minds on TV and all the stuff going on. Little gnats that are not going to give you any invigorating. They're not going to put inside of you some spiritual wealth. They're not going to put inside you some glory that will triumph over death, hell, and the grave. I'm telling you, be careful what you watch. Be careful what you let your children watch. All that stuff about going on and sex and hate and lying and killing. I'm here to 
tell you it's high time for the church to rise and shine and give a light in a dark world. It's time for the people of God to take up the weapons of our warfare and come against the powers of hell and say, you're not taking my kids to hell. You're not taking my kids to defamation. You're not taking my kids to pathos. You're not taking them there. I'm going to find me a preacher that'll preach the glory and the power and the resurrection still alive. How many of our policemen are here today? We got a bunch of them. I've been so nervous now about driving. Oh boy. I, I, I notice police cars far more now that we got a bunch of them in our church. I want them to know it, if I'm speeding you and you got to stop me and make an issue out of it, do it. I'm telling y'all that. So if you see me stopped on the side of the road, they got my permission first. It's just part of it, okay? But now that may not send me to hell. I may get bankrupt eventually. But it may not send you to hell. But it may mess up your image in the town. You know, it's just easy if we're not careful. You remember the boy I told you about years ago? The boy and his dad were riding down the road. They was going too fast, and they passed a police officer going that way. And the dad realized what was happening, and he said, uh, son, he said, would, would you turn around and look and see if he's turning around? And he said, he is, Dad. He said, is his light on? He said, on, off, on, off. Seen some Christians sort of like that, on, off, on, off. I don't want to have to worry. Is are they a Christian? On, off. Let's get going. We know that education and practice and contesting work together to bring about victories. because you want to play football doesn't mean you're going to be a star. But if you practice, and just because you want to go to heaven doesn't mean you're going. But if you practice. Winners rejoice. Losers lament. When you know you're a winner, no matter what happens, you know that in Christ Jesus, I can rise above everything. The deepest wounded spirit can be healed by the Messiah. The deepest regret in your own personal life can be healed by the Messiah. You're listening to a guy that knows that business. I have been healed. I have been a shipwreck myself. 
I have disappointed myself. I have disappointed my family. I have been many times over too much of a disappointment. But thanks be unto God who is merciful to all of our transgressions. He is faithful if we confess it. That's the critical issue. You can't build on top of corruption. you got to confess it. Get it out of the way. Get it behind you. I'm getting on top of it. And you've got to call on the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus brings the blood of the cross and the power of the resurrection. And you can get over anything. And I don't care how many times people try to remind you of it and remind you that you did that. All you got to do is look at them and say, boy, that, isn't it wonderful that God is merciful to all of our unrighteousness? And he puts us on top. And the more we have sinned and been forgiven the higher we rise in our praise and adoration because we know I couldn't get here by myself it is the Lord that giveth and the Lord that taketh away blessed be the name of the Lord and I come to the house of God but I don't wait to get to the house of God to worship God I want my kids to know I love him at the house as much as I do at his house I want them to hear me saying hallelujah they hear enough damnation and all that other stuff all over their house and in the backyard and in the front yard and in the car. They need to hear somebody saying hallelujah to the Lamb. I love you, Jesus. You're wonderful in our life. You are the most glorious thing going in our life. And all of a sudden, they're going to get this idea. My dad's following Jesus. My mom is following Jesus. And I am going to follow Jesus because they have come up with peace that passes understanding I don't know how they can be so peaceful with all the hell going on everywhere but I know one thing the Lord is an anchor of the soul both steadfast and sure he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us I was going to use you but you're too big and we got a four year old five year old 50-pound lady or man. I guess you'll do. You look a little more than 50 pounds. but This girl is phenomenal. I had you do it. <laughs> Try to drag me off that thing. I'm anchored in Jesus, the storms of life I'll brave. I'm anchored in Jesus, I'll fear no wind or wave. I'm anchored in Jesus, though he has power to save. I may be tempted and I may be pulled on, but thank God I got a salvation that's a sure foundation. Thank God I've got a glory that don't change. Thank God that I got a Christ that's in place. Thank God I don't have to wait, go the way of the world. I don't have to go the way of sin. I can hang on, hang on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. This memorial day ought to be a day when we say, I am not moving away from the blood. I'm not moving away from the name. I'm not moving away from holiness. I'm not moving away from right.
righteousness. I'm not moving away from glory. I'm you going to find me shouting when the trumpet blows. Where do ambitions and appetites of sporting events, fishing tournaments, and etc. where do they all come or where did they come from? Look at the Old Testament. The New Testament is the example of living the overcoming life. When you see the Old Testament, the Bible said, God, having found fault with the law, the Ten Commandments, I found it really unusual when I was studying years ago in college that God found fault with his own law. It wasn't a fault in the law. It was the fault of not keeping the law. That's what he found out. That I couldn't just tell you, go fix me supper and count on it. See, the law is... Obey your parents. Obey those that have the rule over you. Amen. If that if there's ever a scripture been abused, that's it. Because there's people that abuse that all the time. Both ways. But the Lord said, My people are people that look like me, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. How many times have you hit your knee and hit the seat beside you and looked in the mirror and said, I knew better than to do that. I just didn't know the cost was as real as the truth is of disobedience, sin entered the world. That's it. But through obedience to Christ, Sin has to go out the door. Where is the shepherd with the rod and the staff that will lead and feed the sheep across the barrenness of life? My dad had this unique way of saying, well, when I went that far with him, I knew it was history. In the making. And he'd say, son, I know I was a boy one time. And, uh, but I'm under obligation to the Lord. And he'd quote that crazy scripture. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Just cut that one out. He would say this, the audacity. This is going to hurt me worse than it hurts you. I've heard a lot of liars. <laughs> Took me getting a couple of daughters before I understood he wasn't lying. But I knew and have learned a lot more. That word of God is so powerful. 
He said, if God don't chasten you, you're just a bastard. You say, Pastor, that's rough language. That's scriptural. Right out of the book. What bastard means is illegitimate. I don't want to be standing at the door looking for my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and see it scratched through. No longer is he legitimate. I want to be a child of God. And I want him to have the liberty because here's what he says. He chastened whom he loved. Come here and let's show them, Brother Stephen, what we're doing up here. You see that? It's hard to go to the altar. <laughs> Not easy to go to the confessional booth because here's the cool thing about it. If on your way to get the chastening, you get rid of the problem, he won't have to chasten you. But if you don't, he will bring you. His love for you is so great that he's willing to hurt. See, you had not had a kid yet, and you'll probably have a whole house full of them. it's not easy it took me getting those two girls to understand what dad really was saying this is going to hurt me worse than it hurts you but God was willing to suffer in a sinful body it's going to hurt me worse than it hurts you but he died so you could have life and have it more he wants to wrap his arm around you today, and he wants you to wrap your arm around him. Chastening may endure for a moment, but joy is coming in the morning. The singers are coming. We'll wait for them to finish this lesson. The shepherd. I'll never forget trying to figure out how in the world David thought he could handle the bear and the lion? Until I realized that when you rise up against the enemy in your house, in your heart, that the Spirit of the Lord, that love for the sheep, that love for your children, that love for your mate when the bear is about to destroy them or the lion. There is a anointing that comes from the Holy Spirit and demons recognize love as a conquering foe. And dad would say, I'm doing this because I love you. I didn't realize that demons 
challenged by the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And when you are in Christ and Christ is in you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The chastening of the Lord, going to the house of God and getting preached to, that washing of the water by the word, Dust collects on your mind. Doubts and fears collect in your mind and heart. You see people getting by with it. It looks like everything's all right for them. They have, the Bible said, they have more than their heart could wish. They have it all. They have it all. And our kids, uh, uh, they, they wonder, well, uh, uh, where's all that for us? Well, we've disciplined ourselves to a, a, a river of life. It is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And we don't have to have everything in the world in order to be at peace with ourselves. And we don't have to have everything in the world to find glory to conquer giants we don't have to have everything in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life will get you all weighted down to the world but when you turn loose of this world and you're living in his world then there is a realization when the trump of God shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with him don't get yourself tied to this world is what this message is all about love not the world neither the things in the world for if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him that's why it's important for you to teach St. John 3.16 God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son you break that down love gives always lust is all about getting that's where war starts in a home then love gives protection is that over here and it, your brother-in-law hates you and he's coming over here to beat the fire out of you because you hurt his sister get your fist up no 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 the spirit will rise up against these demons and those demons that would hurt you but if you don't love God with all of your heart Angels are going to go where, where they are wanted to be. I'm telling you, when you love God, the angels of God understand who you are. And they fight your battle with and for you. And I'm telling you, they will drive away as the lady in the Old Testament when they tried to come against uh, those sons. Uh, she kept on uh, until the crows had to run. Uh, and she kept on till the enemy had to find their food somewhere else. Uh, she wasn't about to give up. She wasn't about to give in. My house is a house of prayer. My life is a life of righteousness. My life is a life of holiness. I don't want any enemies praying on my kids. And so when the Lord sees pastor doing something, he chastens him. And any man that is not chastened by the Lord, the Bible said, is a bastard, illegitimate. 
The chastening of the Lord seems bad at the time for the present. But he said, in the long run, son, stand up and thank You don't have to stand up, but thank God for a mother and a dad that train you in the way of righteousness. That's not fun, but it's worth it. Go ahead and sing, would you? This altar's open. If you just want to make sure you're clean from the inside out, it wouldn't be a bad idea to find you a little place down here and take a couple of minutes. Say, God, I'm anchoring my life to you. I don't have any more decisions to make. I will follow you. You can do it where you're standing. You don't have to come to the front. But it doesn't hurt for your family to know where you are. take a minute and just praise him for giving us an open door to become winners an open door to become everything let's just praise him without the music for a minute he loves to hear your voice 
That's it. Feel free to clap your hands. Feel free to rejoice aloud. He has got all kind of angels recording your history and your today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for being here and thank you for giving your life a chance to be a greater light in a city that's in need, a county, an area. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Such a